Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry? Motherfucking D. Sorry, everybody. We're just having a fucking dance party over here. Right, Barry? <laughs> what is up, Craig? <laughs> bringing out the moves. Whew. And I'll tell you who's not bringing out the moves. One of the blandest in the history of the world. There's a lot of bland shit in this world, Barry. Right? Sure. Like, white rice is bland. What did you say before? Uh, Melba toast. Melba toast. Just... We should, why don't we even just call you Melba Toast, Blandy? Yeah, let's call him Melba. Melba, from now on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good day to Jay. He looks so angry. Are you okay? Yeah. Good day, Morgan. Okay. Oh, that's a little tease for later. Good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Special guest joining the show later, all the way from Germany. So Jay has his special German accent ready to go for the news later. Right, Jay? I will be ready. All right, Melba. Wherever you all listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or positive review. Would you guys like to hear the latest review? It's pretty good. Sure. Okay. I heard recently that if you read the reviews, more people will leave them. And I know what you're saying to yourself. You're saying to yourself, yeah, but I've been listening to you guys for like two years already. I feel funny leaving a review now. No. No. You're the exact person we need to leave a review. We haven't gotten a review since the last time Frank played, and that's that's a long fucking time. Too long, Greg. Right. When did Frank last play? Uh, Four games into the season. All right. This is the latest review. You nicked me up and I'm loving it is the subject. That's from Jay Seiler. 11. Simply hooked. Love the show. Keep up the outstanding work. People, leave some goddamn reviews. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that makes everything in your life better. Except for Alfred Payton. We can't make him better, but or even that situation, but everything else better. It's a hard Nick's life. The podcast. Alright, Barry. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. You know that? I do know it's coming that, up. yes. If you are looking to place a bet on that or anything else, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. Lock it in, Barry. What have you been betting on lately? Football. Re- what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I won two games on Sunday, Tampa Bay and KC. Picked them both. So it's it's been going so bad with basketball and the Knicks that you, you've now gone to football. Yeah. I had to step away and uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's good. And yeah, like you said, Super Bowl's coming up, so there's going to be lots of fun prop bets, as there always are, to get in on the action. All right, well, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Barry, I apologize for not asking because you were coughing up a lung when we first got on this call. Are you, how are you feeling? 
Um, I feel okay. I'm COVID negative. I'm out of quarantine, but the, the oh, my last are. day of quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had my last day of quarantine and you don't supposedly you don't have to get tested if you've been symptom free, but I said, you know, just for my own mental health, let me get tested. I came up negative. So it was like the first night I got to spend back in my own bed. And at like 1.30 in the morning, my wife starts smacking me because I'm like coughing. And like all of a sudden I got symptoms that day. I hadn't had symptoms like the whole second half of that quarantine. And then that last day I was getting like a cold, which I still have. So I, I still have not been able to sleep in my own bed, which sucks. Even though you're COVID negative? I'm COVID negative. And yet now I have a fucking cold going on. And your wife was ki- slapping you because you were coughing? Yeah, I guess, bed? you know, like when you're like stuffed up and like you're making noises with your mouth open when you're trying to like sleep and you don't even realize what you're doing. It was that. And she doesn't want to risk getting even a cold because then we got to start from like square one again. And like she's got to worry about not being able to go to work and get tested again. So I haven't been able to sleep in bed. And the kids, everyone made it through. Everybody made it through. Everybody is healthy and no COVID and everybody's back to work, back to school, which is great. That's crazy. That's crazy. That they didn't get it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, I guess we did our part in the house. I mean, jeez. Yeah, especially that you were spent so much time in that room. Yeah, it didn't really sound like you were quarantining that well from the I mean, like I said, I had my quadrants, but we all masked up the whole time. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. In the house, yeah. All right. Well, good for you. All right, guys, West Coast trip is complete. Thank God. We survived. And I say that because obviously the Knicks <laughs> didn't have a great, you know, four games out there. Um, but more importantly, you know, it sucks staying up late to watch these games. I actually, I was going to talk about that. I usually hate staying up late for West Coast games, but I've been on the stretch of not being able to watch games live ever because of the kids. Uh, Right. That I actually loved being able to start the games with everybody else for the it first is, time all year. It is great to be on Twitter live while the games are going on because you feel like you're not watching it alone. And Yes. You know. Dude, you were having a lot of fun tweeting during that jazz game. I was getting a kick out of it. All the fucking jazz tweets you were oh, doing. Oh, yeah. Well, during Austin, Austin Rivers, Rivers loving jazz. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Austin Rivers playing the jazz and then I found, you can find a, a GIF or a GIF or fucking anything. That one with I the lady someone, playing that yeah. flute with the fire <laughs> blowing out the end of that flute was fucking awesome. It's like, where does he find this shit? Oh my, I couldn't believe it. And then I was, I thought it was going to keep going. So I was, I was planning on just doing jazz musician related <laughs> tweets in Austin right. Rivers the rest of the night. Like right, you had them all lined up. And then he fucking... He blew a. T- it was like he blew a tire and went flying off the road, and you never saw him again. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he fucking fizzled out, man. Fucking got cold. But that's what happens when you know it's like forty minutes between you know when you're super <laughs> hot and then you fucking sit down for forty minutes. You know. Well, come on, yeah. Cold. What, what like how, how did Thibodeau? He had to consider in the second half just starting Austin, right? I mean, Austin was playing out of his mind. And Alan Hahn mentioned this on the post game show. Like, shouldn't Thibodeau have maybe started Rivers instead of Burks? And Zerbiak was mentioned. He had made some good points, but he was saying that, you know, Alec Burks, yeah, he was having a bad half, but it's just a half. He's the starter. You can't take him out because of that. But dude, you can. Austin you can Rivers take him was out. playing out of his fucking mind. He was the reason that we had that lead. Yeah, those games come along like once or twice in a fucking career, the game he was having. <laughs> I, I mean, that was unbelievable. Like the game before or two games before, right? We had quickly who went off, but this blew that out of the fucking Oh no, water. he was perfect. <laughs> you know, it was just like one of those games where like he knew anything he put up was going in, you know? 
It was, it was, you know, it was awesome. Yeah, and then you have halftime, and then by the time he comes back in, it's like an hour fucking later. Well, dude, it was even before halftime, Thibodeau took him out. I mean, Thibodeau could have left him in until he fucking missed the shot. I know he had three fouls on him, but, I mean, ride the fucking hot hand if you're ever going that to. Was a, that was a fucking miss, you know, whether you're having him in for Alec or you have him in for Alfred Payton. Either of those two guys, you put Austin Rivers back in the second half for them yeah. until he misses. He... he <laughs> He couldn't miss. And then he didn't, I don't think he made a fucking shot the rest of the game. No, and it, and it wasn't even like three minutes in, you know, like the nine minute mark of the third quarter, he'll bring Austin in. It was, you know, close to the end of that third quarter. Yeah, I think it was what, like four or five minutes left? Yeah, something like that. <sighs> that was, that was frustrating. And that was not a game that Alfred Payton played well in. But yeah, that was uh, some tough losses there. We started off obviously with that big win at Golden State. They played great that game. Yeah, R.J. Barrett had 28 points in that game. He played really well the whole West Coast trip. You know, he's he's continuing to play well. Yeah, his last eight games, and we have to mention it because we were dogging him and his three-point shooting, you know, a couple of weeks ago, how awful it was. But if you look at this stretch of his last eight games, he's been 12 of 25 for three. That's 48%. He's been 51% from the field. He's been super, super efficient. Um, I mean, even with all that shooting, his year-to-date three-point percentage is still only 28%. But, I mean, give him kudos for how great he's been playing. The, my, my only one, I guess, gripe with him, and, and he's been doing tremendous from the free throw uh, line, you know, compared to last year. He's up at around 75% or so. But he should be getting to the line more, um, especially with the frequency at which he drives to the hoop and that he should be driving to the hoop because that's the bigger part of his game. I need to see him at the line like 10 times a game. Yeah, I mean, he has five free throw attempts in the last three games, which yeah, is not for enough. someone who's playing 30 he's, to 40 minutes a game. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he's your nothing. second option, you know, out there. And, you know, he's averaging 17 and a half points a game on the season. He needs to be getting to the line more, for sure. And that's what quickly does really well, as we all know. And that's how he gets a lot of his points. I yeah, mean, and you dude. Can really, you can tack on five, six points to your point per game total just with free throws. Yeah, and quickly, yeah, you definitely want him getting the line. He's fourth in the NBA at, at 95% from the line. Dude, obviously, quickly his game against the Blazers in that fourth quarter, 21 points in the fourth quarter. You know, he followed it up with a quite a dud against the Jazz. His worst game he's ever had. 1 for 11, 0 for 4 from 3. He had one assist and two turnovers. Again, his only shining moment on that stat line is from the free throw line. He was 4 for 4. But no, he was, he was abysmal that game. Nothing was falling for him. You know, as great as his floater typically looks, it was off the mark that night. So, you know. That's the, that's the third game of the season he's actually had like that. He had another game against the Hornets where he was one for 10. Right. Against OKC, he was one for nine. But he's a fucking rookie. <laughs> right. right. Oh, no, yeah. No, he, hey. He's a rookie. You know, people were complaining, you know, after the 31, of course, he follows it up with a, a dud like that. But dude, if he's if he's doing what he did against the Trailblazers every four games, that's really good for a rookie. It is. And this game, you know, is in the minority, you know, like you pointed out, three games out of, out of you know, all the all the games this season that he's played. So you're not going to get down on him on, on that. You can see in his player efficiency rating, whenever he gets minutes, he performs. And he's not been getting a ton of minutes, but you're starting to see Thibodeau slowly give him more and more and more. Last two games, he's had 23 minutes, 24 minutes. You're seeing that Thibodeau has a little more faith in him. And I think you're seeing a shorter, a little bit of a shorter leash with Alfred. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so because... I mean, I, you you pointed out many times, and I don't see 
I just don't understand Thibodeau talking about how, you know, it comes down to the rotations and, you know, okay, there's some logic to that. But like you always point out, you want your best players on the floor at the start of the game. And you can't tell me he's not going to fit better with those guys. He's just so much of a better all-around player. I mean, (laughs) why wouldn't you play your best five? You think you think the Nets are looking at Harden and Kyrie and KD and saying, you know what? I think they're going to conflict uh, each other's games. They'd be they they'd be more beneficial in a different rotation. No, you're playing your best players. And look at those three guys; they're still putting up crazy numbers even when they're all out there on the court. Do you do you think it's possible that maybe at practice he's tried different things and he just from what he sees in practice he's he works best with the people that he's throwing them out there with right now? No, I don't. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. Uh-huh. I don't buy it. I mean, some units just work better together than others. I mean, Maybe look, just based on what he's seeing, I don't. He doubt, doesn't know how it fit. I don't doubt that he sees something there. I don't doubt that they're analyzing the numbers and they're analyzing lineups and they're looking at you know uh, when when two guys are on the court together, when three guys are on the court together, who is performing better and who's going to be beneficial to somebody else. But I don't. I don't buy that Peyton's going to be better for this Knicks team out there over quickly. And and you don't want to fall into these holes. You know, it didn't happen against Utah because Austin Rivers was playing out of his mind. That's a fucking anomaly. Um, and that's not your game. You know, that's not your team. So put quickly out there from the start. Yeah, listen to this, for example, this last, last stretch of games. Over the last eight games, Alfred has two in double-digit scoring. The rest of the games are four points, eight points, seven points, in that four to eight or nine-point range. And what did Peyton always give you in the past? He gave you assists, right? That was always one of his... Right, and he's not even doing that anymore. It's the lowest assist numbers of his career. And yeah, Randall's giving you twice as many as he normally does. But, I mean, Peyton should still be distributing the ball because that's, that's... his one thing that he's able to do. He you has know, his defense 20, hasn't been superb has, this season. Peyton has 23 assists over the past eight games to go with those low point totals. That's less than four assists a game. Yeah, if he's not doing that for you, he's doing nothing because he can't shoot the rock. And he is getting, mind you, about 30 minutes a game. And then you got quickly over the last eight games, who you look at his totals, and he's got five games in double-digit scoring, and not just barely double-digit scoring, 17, 23, 19, 31. He had a game in there with eight assists. He had one game with fucking eight assists. And he's getting half the minutes a lot of the time. How do you not... This eight games is half of the fucking season so far. Dude, we're we're 25%, past 25% mark of the season already. You're past a quarter of the way through. Now's the time to get your ducks in a row. Have their best starting five out on the floor. See what this team honestly, can do. I, I honestly think Thibodeau is just a... He, I mean, he's a great coach, right? And he's doing a great job. Yes. I think he doesn't want to rock the boat like as in, you know, Emmanuel Quickly's playing well off the bench. Who's going to fall starting. To? You put him in the starting lineup as a rookie. You know, you don't know how, how he's going to react. Is the pressure going to get to him? Is he not going to be playing well? Right now it's working. He can bring him in. He knows it's working most of the time. He doesn't look shook. I mean, even when he was... Even when he's playing poorly, he doesn't look like he's shook. Like it, like the moment's too big for him. He's just having. He was had. He had an off night. I'm glad that Thibodeau let him play, even when he was having that off night against the Jazz, because I was afraid he was going to do what coaches of the past have done, which is a guy. You know, one of our young guys is shooting one for ten, and that means he's coming out of the game. Yet our veterans, when they're having a bad game like that, they're given the benefit of the doubt, 
and the coaches usually let them work through it. Right. But I want them to let let quickly work through it because you never know when he's going to do what he did against Portland in that fourth quarter. You never know when he's going to break out. He could be one for 10 and then he goes on this run, you know, but that's why you leave your best players in regardless of how they're playing. And I think that's what you get when you start someone like quickly. You're guaranteeing him big minutes, which puts him in the best position to succeed. And it energizes the the rest of the offense. It's a and, totally different team yep. when he's in. I mean, the day has to come soon for me. Have you guys been seeing these rumors about the Knicks being interested in possibly Derek Rose or Lonzo Ball? I mean, we've been hearing Lonzo Ball for a while, but this week, Derek Rose's name came up, who obviously has a connection to Thibodeau right from the Chicago Bulls days and from Minnesota as a connection to the Knicks. I mean, listen, if if I had to choose between the two, obviously Derrick Rose is a lot older, but I mean, Lonzo Ball can't shoot for shit. Neither can Rose. I mean, he could score, but he can't shoot. Not a shooter. He's on pace to shoot under 40% from the field, under 30% for three, and under 50% from the line. Oh, that's brutal. I don't, Which look. is just, I mean, how is that possible? I hope these are just, you know, really far out rumors that are, are you know, not credible because I, I don't want to make either of those moves. Neither one of those moves makes any sense to me. And isn't Derrick Rose a free agent at the end of the season? Yes. Yeah. So, you don't. Right? I mean, you obviously don't want to be giving up much for Derrick Rose. Lonzo Ball, you might have to give up something for him. And he's, is he that significant of an upgrade over Emmanuel quickly? I'd rather probably see Emmanuel quickly starting. Then bring Lonzo Ball in and what have him start over Emmanuel and Look, taking if, minutes if, away from Emmanuel. Dude, if this was four years ago, you know, and it was his rookie season and, you know, the, and we hadn't seen what he can do yet in the NBA and there was all this upside, yeah, I'd be for it. But we've seen Lonzo Ball this is his fourth season in the league and what has he shown us? Nothing. Yeah, he's averaging he's averaging 4.7 assists a game playing on a team with Zion Williamson. Brandon Ingram. And Brandon Ingram, you know. So. JJ Redick. You can't throw it up to these guys and get more than 4.7 assists a game. What's he going to do here? And we're going to trade We're going to trade for a point guard when we got Emmanuel quickly just riding the bench until Thibodeau decides to put him in when Alfred is struggling pretty no, much. That's not the move. Now, you know, th- there was a rumor again, you know, you never know where these rumors are coming from and, you know, if there's any validity to them. But Bradley Beal's name, you know, is popping up again. Now, yeah, can you see him more likely going to a contender if he's going to get out of Washington? But, I mean, that's a player, fuck, Get him here. Fuck it. See what he can do lot, with, with the surrounded player. You'd have to give up a lot. But if we can hold on to the, you know, if we can hold on to Randall and, you know, you, you're going to have to basically give up your whole, you're going to have to mortgage your future, you know, with as far as picks go. But if you could hang on to your key pieces that you have now, Bradley Beal is actually a player that can fucking elevate you, you know, to, you know, to, to probably a fifth seed in the East. I mean, you're talking about a premier player in the league. Again, you know. We're not getting. Bradley I don't know if we Beal. have the resources to get him, and We're I don't think the him. Knicks are in that position right now. <laughs> have to you not make, learned but... your fucking lesson, Barry? I'm just saying that's a name I would at least, you know, gets me happy. What, what's Lonzo Ball and Derrick Rose doing to me, except giving me Ajita? Of course. Will they take Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakina, and Dallas's first round pick next season? <laughs> I think you got to give Bradley all your Beal? picks. Well, six or seven. What do we got? Seven picks? Guys, with a new year comes tons of new big games in sports. And with big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos. Perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code 
Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V at checkout. Try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big favor like mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders. Mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped bacon. Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to kansascitysteaks.com slash game day. Use the code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games. What do they say, Jay? Big steaks. No, big taste. Oh, big no, taste. I would have went with Sorry, second time doing that ad. It's all right. <laughs> well, Mitch is back. All right. I, he obviously didn't listen to last week's... Oh. Okay. Sorry. He... <laughs> fucking whatever that was stepped all over me. Here, sorry, hold on. Play it again. It's Mitch! Ooh. Mitch is back. Did not listen to last week's episode, obviously. No. Because here he is tweeting again. After the loss to the Jazz, he tweets out, and it was only up there for like minutes. He tweets out, one day they'll let me play. Barry, who the fuck does he want to let him play? Is it the, it, who is it? The refs? The coaches? Yeah, I, it sounds like he's talking about the coaching staff. Like, like they have like these shackles on him that are just limiting his game. Like you said the other day, like we, we've got Anthony Davis here that's not being let out to do, <laughs> you know, these amazing superstar things on the basketball court because he's being held back now. Come on. One day, they'll let me play. He did have that goaltending call against him, which was borderline. Yeah, I mean, that, I don't think that was that bad of a call, to be honest with you. He's obviously getting the minutes, right? He's getting career the minutes. Career high, right? I think it's a career high. He's averaging just under 30. I saw someone tweet out that maybe it's the coaches won't let him shoot and play the game he wants to play. Well, that's Do what it sounds that? like he was, he was implying. That's how Listen, I take it. I feel like we're going to have to have this conversation every week to Mitch. Mitch, if you're listening, he's not listening. But maybe he, he might is. be. I actually think he might be because there's a very weird <laughs> voicemail that came in this week. And I do, you'll want to listen to it later. I think it might be Mitchell Robinson. But he's been playing a lot of minutes, right? He's on the floor. That's more than fucking Frank Nilakina can say. That's more than DSJ can say. You are getting your opportunity to play. If you're that good, if you're that good, and it's this stuff that... We've never seen, like, we know you're good, but if you're that good that you're claiming that if only they let you play, you'd be fucking Anthony Davis or whatever upgraded version of Mitchell Robinson you might be. If you're that good, do you give a fuck what the coaches are saying, Mitch, don't shoot the ball? Do you care? Do the great players listen to their coaches or do they go out and just do what they know they can fucking do? If you're that good, fucking do it. Yeah, Mitch, you're not simply, like, your only two roles on offense are not to be, you know, a, a pick and roll player or just a fulcrum in passing the ball. You can put the ball to the deck and you can square up and shoot. If you're open, you've heard Tim say you could take the shot. <coughs> I gotta get oh, water. Oh, oh whoa. No. Oh no, Barry. Oh, no. Barry just Barry. collapsed. Everybody. Jay. <laughs> no, Barry He's, just went out to get water, which has never happened. He just, he literally, he just got up and walked away. Oh my God. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> wow. Oh, Barry. It wasn't even like, I'll be right back in a minute, guys. I'm, I'm coughing. I need some water. He was, he like jumped out of that chair. Ah. You're oh, right there, shit. buddy. My goodness. Barry's back. Oh, shit. Wow. Ooh. Fuck. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Fucking bad tickle in my throat, man. <laughs> she might want to get another COVID test. <sighs> you were good. And then all of a sudden, you know. What? I mean, I was, I was wow. fighting it for like 30 seconds. Boy, 
That escalated quickly. <laughs> that might be the best one you've ever fucking played. <laughs> Where were you, Barry, before oh, you fucking did stormed you play, off? Did you play Alfred? No. Oh, you should have played fucking Alfred good. Payton. <coughs> yeah, I man, in some water. <laughs> I just almost spit up his water all over his computer. Uh, wow. So where were you? Do you remember? I don't even know. Yeah, I was talking about Mitch. Oh, I was saying that Mitch can square up and shoot that the coaches aren't going to fault oh, yes. him. I don't yeah. think. They say if you're open, shoot the ball. But that, that applies to everybody except for Mitchell Robinson. I don't believe it. Come on. If you can make these, if you can make these moves and you can handle the ball like you claim to or you've shown videos of you doing and you fuck it, do it. Yeah. Do it. Well, he makes it out like if Obi Tobin can take those fucking rainbow threes <laughs> that are like as ugly as Tyrese Halliburton's jump shot or worse, and he can do that eight times a game in the seven minutes he plays, I think you could put the ball on the floor if you really believe you can do it. Show you can do it one time, and then I'm pretty sure that if you're telling the fucking truth here, the coaches aren't going to say shit. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like we've seen you like put up a shot and then they yank you and, and bench you. Come on, you've never taken a fucking jump shot. At least not this it, season. You do, it took, what, one last year? Come on, dude. Listen, like I said, you think the great players in the game who know they're great listen to their coach when they say, listen, man, we don't want you to even dribble the ball. I don't even see you dribble the ball, Mitch. I never I, see you dribble the fucking it's basketball. Not, it's, it's not even like he's taking a shot. I know. I mean, at, like maybe if he had taken four or five and bricked them all and then they asked him to stop and then he was like, you gotta, you gotta just let me play coach. Or maybe if this but, was his, if this was his rookie season and they wanted to simplify the game for him, not give him too much to think about, then that's a stipulation maybe you put on him. It's your third year in the league, bro. <laughs> let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about rookie seasons. That game against Golden State. Did you notice Frazier compared Mitch to James Wiseman, said Wiseman had a similar game. And then out of nowhere, you see Wiseman chucking up threes, chucking up long <laughs> jump shots. And I was like, what are you fucking talking about? He's nothing like Mitch. I just saw him take more jump shots in in a quarter than I've seen Mitch take in his entire fucking career. And he Wiseman's come out of the gate looking a lot more polished than, and Wise, you know, than Mitch. But Wiseman, by the way, is bricking these jump shots and he's fucking taking them. Just enough with this. Are we going to do this? Are we going to talk about this every fucking week? And Frazier's like really trying to fucking hammer in this Rob nickname. Oh. That's so fucking clever. <laughs> like, like, sorry, Frazier. That's not his name. You can't just do that. Yeah. Rob. Rob. It's confusing. That's a first name. You yeah, can't and, call I mean, Claude, you're Mitchell so eloquent. Robinson Rob. You have this deep vocabulary, these huge words, these elegant phrases that you've woven together over the years. And the best you can come up with a nickname for Richel Robinson is Rob. Richel Robinson. Richel? That's what Barry said. Richel Robinson. <laughs> Jeez. It's 2021. People can acquire self-driving cars, eat burgers made out of plants, even fly to space in rocket ships if they have the money for it. So if you could do all this futuristic stuff today, the very least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan or device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Guys, very special guest joining us all the way from Germany. And hear the sweet sounds of Germany to intro him in. <laughs> what is that? 
That is traditional German folk music, is it not? What? No, no way. <laughs> no way. It might be, but nobody listens to German folk music. <laughs> no, sure. no way. No way. All right, representing Nix Nation Germany. Is that accurate still? Yes. I know you've gone through some changes. No. Was ist bis Daniel motherfucking John? Yeah, what up, guys? It's Mr. Socko in the house. <laughs> oh, Mr. Socks. Socko. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Socks. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little warning right now. Later on, we're going to be playing a little game. Oh. We want to prepare. Okay. It's called Socks or Not Socks, all right? And you're going to be the star of that. (laughs) Yeah. It's coming later. Okay. Okay. All right. You all hear that music? It is time for the... Oh, he's not... You're not fucking ready at all, Blandy? I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. It is time for the news (laughs) with Blanderson, who pair, and in honor of DJ... All the way from Nixon Nation, Germany. Blandy's doing this week's news. How you doing it today, Blandy? Well, I'm gonna try German. It's, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. I don't know how it's gonna sound like, but I'm you gonna try. You will not it. take offense to this, right, DJ? <laughs> yes, okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I watched some videos on YouTube, so you know. All right, just get fucking into it already. All right, here <laughs> we go. Fuck it. I'm, I'm just gonna, you know. I'm just going to do it. One day, though, we'll let you play, Blanche. One day. <laughs> okay. Um, I start the news with uh, the COVID. There are more postponements in uh, games. The uh, Washington Wizards uh, are back after 13 days, uh, but the Memphis Grizzlies had three games postponed this week, this is gonna be the longest fucking news segment. Well, <laughs> one thing I see is that the German people talk very choppy. Okay. Is that true? Is that true, Daniel? And what is it? Do I do Daniel or DJ? Um, most of our guys call me DJ. Yes. All right. Is, is it? Is it? Is it choppy? Is that accurate? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. You sound pretty choppy. Well, then you. I mean, YouTube lied to me. Then YouTube lied to me. Um, the earliest that uh, Memphis plays is Saturday. Uh, we are now up to 22 postponements total in the NBA this year. All postponed games, or most, will be made up in second half, but some are coming up in this half uh, also. Okay, I'm sorry. He should just go back to his normal voice, right, Barry? Yeah, yeah. please, please. This is, this is no. fucking painful. <laughs> well, because I don't have a lot of W words there. I, I can't even to... know. I can't even pay attention to what you're even saying. <laughs> so I'm just going to So like I was saying, so the Wizards were off for 13 days. It's a long freaking time. Uh, Memphis, all of their games so far this week have been postponed. Earliest that they'll play again is Saturday. There are now 22 postponements so far. This year, initially, the league said that they were going to make all those games up in the second half of the year, but now they're they're not going to do that because for somebody like uh, Memphis or, or or Washington, they would have had way too many games to play in a really really short amount of time. So they've they're going to make up of some of those games this year. A bunch of players are still out. You know, Carl Anthony Towns is still out. Uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were in COVID protocols. Didn't travel with the team the other day. I don't know if you saw, but the All-Star game now is probably going to be March 7th. And instead of it being in Indiana, it's going to be in Atlanta. They are having an All-Star game? I thought they were just talking about it. You're telling me it's pretty close to a done deal. 
March 7th in Atlanta, a scaled-down weekend. Voting starts tomorrow, I think. Yeah, voting but, yeah, but I the thought idea they were just, was always they were just voting least, on the yeah. All-Stars, but they're having a game. According to what they're saying, yeah. March 7th in Atlanta. Such a weird season. All right. Uh, I don't know if you saw Jamal Murray was fined $25,000 for punching or striking former Nick Tim Hardaway Jr. in the groin. No, I, mean, I did I, not did you guys, see that. Oh, yeah. Did you... Did you see the video? I Yeah. I mean I saw the video. He got up from the ground, he swung his arm up right into Hardaway's balls. Yeah, but you but you saw from the back of Hardaway, so you didn't really get a good look at what he actually Oh, did. but it was very intentional. I mean uh, it's not I like mean, I gotta I gotta look this up. For all we know, he kinda like brought his hand up and gently like No, but it know, didn't graze him. it and it it was it gently like gently stopped his there. balls, Jay? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you can't really tell. Dude, you know when you <laughs> like go like up yours to somebody? He did that to Hardaway's groin. Like uh, Thor with the hammer? <laughs> like Thor with the hammer. Yes. <laughs> Hold hey, on. You really, you didn't see it? Who did it? <laughs> Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Oh my God. Okay, this is interesting. Hardaway Jr. kind of, they run into each other. Jamal Murray hits the ground. What? No foul was called on Hardaway. I don't know. It kind of looks like a little bit of play acting on my part. I mean, on Hardaway's part. No. Yes, to me too. Right? Really? Jamal Murray does. He just gets up. It's the slowest. It, That's that was, why it looks so intentional punch. to me, dude. I don't know. It doesn't look that bad to me. Maybe they have a different angle that they haven't released or something. Uh, but you know, somebody else had a, a camera on there. But I agree really with doesn't. Jay. It kind of looks like he just tickled his balls for just a brief moment. <laughs> right. So that should have only been like five thousand dollar fine. I don't know what they typically fine for ball tickles. <laughs> I, I right. would hope not a lot. <laughs> uh, yesterday was the one year anniversary of the death of Kobe Bryant. Uh, that was you know recognized a lot of tweets by NBA players. Um, around the league, there was a bunch of stuff. Karis LeVert had surgery the other day to remove uh, that mass from his kidney that was discovered after the three-team deal with the Cavs. I mean, the Pacers and the and the Rockets. How lucky is he? He was fucking traded. Yes, they might not have found. Oh, yeah. They might not have found it. And since you don't want me to end on something, what was the the really horrible thing I ended on a couple of weeks oh, ago? Trust me, when you, I, I was getting nervous here, these last <laughs> no, couple no, of things. I, I'm, really I'm not going to depress. The last thing I was going to do was was end on Kobe's death and and um, a tumor. Uh, the G League season starts on February 10th at the um, they're they're going to have it at the Disney Bubble. There's yeah. actually there's 18 teams, but only 17 of the NBA teams are represented. Uh, because they don't have enough room, they don't have enough space for all of them, which I don't understand how that could be when they had the whole NBA there. But what, they have a lottery 17... to find out who was not going to be there? I don't know. There's 17 teams, plus then there's that Ignite team, which is like you know the like the prospects and stuff. Right. And what happens to the other teams? They're just not playing? I guess they're not playing, yeah. They just don't have a season? I guess not. Did their players go to other teams? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't care enough to look. I just didn't want to. I, I didn't want to end on a death and a tumor. So you ended just, on a story that you literally have no information to share. I gave you us. information. It starts February tenth in the bubble. All the teams aren't there. You would have been better off ending on the tumor. That's just, <laughs> all right. That's wow. It was yeah. a successful surgery. That's more positive than fucking talking about G League teams. I don't even know. Are the Westchester Knicks in there? I don't even know. Truthfully, of course they are. Oh, I guess they must be. Yes. Right. Yes, they are in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they're talking about like. Some some of the two way players going down there. So, 
Yeah. So there you go. There's your news for the week, Craig. Mm. And that's the way the basketball bounces. There he goes. And guys, that fucking thrilling news segment was brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. They are changing the crumb cake game. DJ, have you ever had a Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake or a Crumb Cake? I didn't, even, I didn't even know what a crumb cake is. Have you been listening to this really? show for some time? Yes, you, yes. You I, I thought about Have you seen it. pictures of a crumb cake or no, anything? No, I didn't Google it uh, uh, until now, but I will do it uh, after, after our show. So you still don't know what it looks like? No. I didn't know our, what a crumb cake is. Our ads every week haven't made you want to know what is it, it looks Is it a cookie like. or is it uh, uh, I don't think they do international shipping, Craig. I, I, I know. I'm not saying he needs to have a Clark's Navy Crumb Cake. I just want him to see what it looks like. Please send me a link uh, on Twitter after after this show, it, okay? It, it looked delicious. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, introducing Clark's Navy Crumb Cake is introducing their limited edition My Crummy Valentine Crumb Cake. This cake is the perfect gift for that special someone. It's a heart-shaped crumb cake that takes their rich chocolate cake and tops it with homemade marshmallow cream, cherry preserves, and our one-of-a-kind chocolate crumbs. Mm. It looks delicious. It really does. Sounds delicious, yes, of course. Oh, sounds it, it, good, right, DJ? It, it yes, looks delicious. Good. It's got nothing on that German chocolate cake shit, right? Isn't that a big thing, like German Ger- chocolate German cake? German chocolate cake is not German. It's not? No. No. So no. why do they call it German chocolate it's, cake? Then? There's a reason for it. It might be something in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, like Dutch country. It's not a German thing. Hmm. No. DJ, have you ever had a cake? Have you ever had a cake? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, he has to think about it, Craig. I love um, New York cheesecake. Oh, oh there you go. Okay. Obviously, yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's delicious. Obviously. Have you had... Have you... What? Obviously, right? Obviously. Obviously, yes. Is that, mm-hmm. is what, is that? what is that? Is that That's German that for obviously. Oh, oh right? sorry. Sorry for my broken English, guys. Sorry That's for okay. I'll translate for you, DJ. DJ, I mean, I'm lo- I love it. I love that. We try to get Jay to do broken English all the time, but now we got an actual person who does it. <laughs> this isn't right, the guys, first time my- we had to translate for DJ, Craig. I mean, the, the, the no, night we first no. met in person... That's where this whole Nick socks. Can I just yeah. get yeah. through this? This can I get through this fucking? <laughs> oh, we're not done with the ad yet. Jeez. From holiday gift boxes there to holiday gift boxes to their world famous crumpkins, they even have a crumb cake of the month subscription. You can get for three, six, or twelve months. Go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com. Use promo code HardDicksLife for twenty three percent off your order. Play it, Jay. Play the last time we we saw DJ okay. live, which is, by the way, DJ, the last time I. Because of this situation in the world, the last time I went out and saw people <laughs> other than my wife and kids. Here you go. This was like, what, 15 months ago? But the fans are so loyal. Hold on, hold on a second. Wait. Did you say the Knicks are socks? No. Yeah. Yeah, the socks, but we are fans. They suck. Oh, we socks. The Knicks suck. The Knicks suck. Yeah. I was so drunk for fans, that. Not so to, to be fair, oh, to be fair, yeah. we all are a little bit drunken, okay? <laughs> Craig, you told me a couple of days ago you were also drunken. I was very drunk, yeah. <laughs> that was why I had the balls to talk about the, your socks comment. Normally, I would just let that go. <laughs> okay, man. But it, it was it was a, it was a really great night. Um, Fantastic, yeah. 
the Knicks played against the, the, the OKC and um, they got a really bad blowout on that night, I think. <laughs> yeah, there was a wow. Clyde's wine and, and dine. And, and yeah, Craig, we, that, this was like right before the shutdown of the NBA. It was like probably like two weeks oh. before that. We were even talking about how like, should we even be going to this thing? Yes. Because there's a bunch of Europeans that just flew over and we're going right. to be oh, like I in a confined place. <laughs> but like, you know, it was before the shit hit the fan. But yeah, after, we, after, I, after, even though we were saying that going in, no offense to all the Euros that were on their way there, DJ. Okay. But after, I was like, if we got COVID, I said this to you, Barry, if we got COVID that night, totally worth it. Because we got to hang out with this guy and all those great Knicks fans. So it was a yes. great night. It was, it Thank was a great you. night. Thank you. Yeah, we, we were um, at the Pistons game, the last home game, with over uh, 40 guys sitting in a lounge, um, having free drinks and, and eat um, and, and meal. Uh, special thanks to to um, Terry and Trey. What are you doing bringing up other content creators on this show, DJ? <laughs> I, I have to do because they have... Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I have to do because uh, Terry and Trey make so much for us uh, on this weekend. Uh, they they made the, the the watching party. Okay, I'll let it slide, but please don't say their name again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I say day, okay? No, they're actually Terry and Trey are two of my more favorite or some of the friendliest and nicest okay. content creators. Like, you know. It's true. Okay. But now I said they're fun. now now I'm doing it. Now I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. They made they made this 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 awesome uh, watching party at at Clyde's restaurant. I'm I have the chance to meet you guys. On Saturday, we are in Rocker Park playing a little pickup game. On Sunday, this game against the, the Pistons. And um, two hours before the game, I have the chance to um, speak to Alan Houston for a few minutes. Now, that's not, Craig, don't be confused. That's not Alan Houston's sister, Ellen Houston. It's the actual <laughs> Alan Houston. I am right. Come on, Barry. Doesn't have a sister, Ellen Houston. Yes, it was Ellen Houston, and <laughs> and after the game, we have the chance to uh, go on the. I saw the picture. I saw on the center court. Center court, yes. I don't want to ruin your whole time here, DJ. I saw the pictures of you meeting. It was not Alan Houston. That was <laughs> just a random dude. It was actually yeah, just someone named Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, guys, you want to hear some voicemails and answer some Twitter questions? This is always fun, DJ. Okay. Hey, what's good, fellas? It's Brandon over here in the GA. I know I'm from Georgia, but Blandy was like, why don't you just say GA? I don't even know why you talk like that, but whatever. <laughs> Listen, um, about Yikes. I was just listening to the podcast about your uh, conundrums, because that's exactly where I'm at when it comes to Mitch and shooting threes. I don't know what the deal is. He keeps, you know, teasing us with it. Is he going to do it or not? But anyways... I'm looking at the game, you know, uh, the Magic game, and Nor Nerlens Noel shot a three. Like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? So, Mitch, if you're going to shoot, shoot the damn rock, you know? Stop teasing about it. But in other words, listen, I uh, just wanted to say what's up, and I uh, appreciate the podcast. All right, later. Whatever it is, whether it's shooting threes or not, he still needs to be more impactful on these games. We all talk about Mitch, how he's this big piece to this team, to their future. We've seen what he can do. He needs to do more of it. And if that's taking the ball into his own hands, you know, um, literally, and, and, and doing things with the rock other than catching it above the, ring and the rim and throwing it down, he needs to do that. He's a presence out there. Now, be a force out there on the court. Like you said, you know, let, maybe they'll let, what do you say? One day they'll let me play? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're the one that's in control. Fucking play.
Hey guys, I was wondering, um, uh, you know, why are you talking about popping? Um, I'm not saying was. What? Yeah, I played a game outside and. I think, uh. I think it got, it got better. Go on this! Right, why don't you take this one, DJ? Yeah. Oh, okay. DJ, go for it. <laughs> okay. What do you? What do you? What are you? What is your response to that? I ha- I have not to take uh, think about my s- stupid English. Uh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Come on, man. That wasn't you. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is well, this? I I agree with everything that caller said. It was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> was it Mitchell Robinson? That is the question. That is the question. I think it was. Or it was um, Ian Beckley with a ship in his mouth. <laughs> Ian Beckley can't get that many words out. Come on. Barry, we got to give Dolan credit for getting us to seven and eight after 20 years. I don't know, man. That that my mm-hmm. statement might not age well, depending on how we do over the next week, but I ain't giving Dolan credit for shit after these two decades. But I will say this. You're not boring, Barry. You are not boring. Paul Bearer out. Barry, well, you're boring. <laughs> that was Paul Bearer at the yeah. end. He, oh, he was said, it really? He said Paul Bearer out. Okay. No. What a compliment that is, Barry, right? Isn't it such a compliment when someone tells you you're not boring? Yeah, especially after, um, you know, coming down on something that I, that a statement I made and how yeah, he didn't like, disagreeable he, he was didn't like with your it. initial... Yeah. Yeah. So no, I appreciate that. And hey, I mean, look, it was a little bit of a reach when I was saying, you know, to thank Dolan, you know, for uh, what bit. he assembled here. I just said, you know, he put the right people in place, and uh, or Leon Rose did, but he made that first hire, of Leon Rose. That's all I was saying. You know, spread the credit around for once. Guy takes enough shit. <laughs> hey, fellas, it's DB. I'm out here walking my shithead dog again. Uh, you know, he has got such hatred for his dog, his shithead <laughs> dog. asshole dog. It's like, my shithead it's like dog. why? Why even have the dog then? <laughs> that dog. It's like that dog can hear everything you're saying, man. <laughs> you're out there walking your shithead dog. If I was the dog, I'd shit like in in the house, like wherever I wanted to, just to <laughs> piss him off. <laughs> that and that's why he's a shithead dog, probably. So it's like a, it's a vicious cycle. Some tough losses here. I'm still excited about how the team is going. Uh, I'm hearing some talk about, uh, you know, Bradley Beal. And uh, what if we traded for Bradley Beal? I personally don't want to trade anybody at all. You know, I don't think this team is there yet. But some people are saying, okay, Bradley Beal for RJ and quickly. Would you do that? Oh, no. I don't know. I just want to see these guys play. Maybe all year. Hope you guys are good. Peace. Bradley Beal for RJ. What? And the guy that's stolen all our hearts leading into Valentine's Day, Emmanuel Quickly. Fuck it, no. A hard the no. The Wizards from wouldn't DJ. do that. No. Get that weak shit out of here. <laughs> the Wizards, you don't think they would do that? I guess you'd need a pick with them. I don't guys. think so. No. no way. No way. That and a pick I'll- might do it if they know that he <laughs> wants out. First of all, the salaries would not. I mean, th- those two make nothing, and he makes like. Like a ridiculous amount of money. That and a pick, it would just be totally, it would be absolutely insane. You're talking about if it was RJ, Emmanuel, and a pick, that's potentially three-fifths of your starting lineup for the next 10 years. Yes. And and so far, I mean, RJ's 20 years old, right? Emmanuel's what, 21, 22? Yes, um, 21. 
21. And we are, we're just scratching the surface with the two of those guys. You're going to trade them away. For Beal, who's having a great season, obviously, but he is one player. Oh, yeah. No, I love Bradley Beal, but yeah, I wouldn't want to give up anything for him. That's my whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem <laughs> with know? us Knicks fans. You know, yeah. we want everybody, but we won't even give up Frank for them. <laughs> well, we got some Twitter questions. Let's go through a couple of them. What's your opinion on the season so far? Barry, you having a good time? I am having a good time. Uh, with this season. I mean, they, come on. They're playing much better than any of, us, any of us thought that they would. And every game that they go into, you feel like they have a chance to win that night. They've already had a couple of great big wins this season against the Bucks, that first game against the Jazz. And even the games that they're losing, they're in all of these games. You know, whether they're coming from behind and, you know, catching up or whether they get out to a big lead. So it's been a great season for me. They're floating around 500. You know, they still are even at 8 and 11. Um, so yeah, I'm loving this season. It's been very, very enjoyable, entertaining. We got a lot of youth out there. Um, you know, we'll see how it continues to go. Yeah. I mean, obviously Obi Toppin's been, you know, he's not, not been getting a lot of minutes. He was injured for a lot of the season so far. He's just getting back into it, but you can't, you can't really say that he hasn't been a little disappointing so far. Oh, you can, Craig, and I'm going to say it too. How come everybody was telling me with Obi Toppin, the one thing you don't have to worry about is is his offense. He's ready to be an impactful player on offense. That's the one thing you don't have to worry about. Meanwhile, the guy's averaging 4.9 points a game, three rebounds a game. And I know he's not getting enough minutes. Very limited minutes. Right. He's got eight games and 57 seconds in. Right on the season, fifty-seven seconds. Right, yes. um, but I, I, but I don't get. He, you're right. He's not getting enough playing time. He's getting half the minutes that Austin Rivers is getting, which is, and I know they're not the same position, but it's ridiculous to me. He he should be getting twice the amount of minutes he's getting. I agree. He needs a lot more. He just can't. He can't get comfortable the minutes he's playing. In college, he was playing most of the game. He's playing RJ number of minutes. You know, yeah. he was the guy. He, he he had time to get comfortable. Players like that are not used to coming off the bench playing four minutes in each half. Like He looks just lost out there, bro. Minutes. On both yeah, sides of the he court, had, he looks lost. So, so against the Jazz, he did have that one move into the paint where I was like, that's... That's the Obi Toppin that you want to see. It was so easy. You know, he just flew into the paint, put it in, and it was it was easy. He was two for two that game. He played eight minutes. Yeah. He's got his player efficiency numbers are good. He just ha- he needs more time. But, you know, he's also playing behind Julius Randle, who's having, you know, he was at least having an MVP level season, still is having a great season. It's an all-star season. You know, all-star season. It's, it's hard to get Obi Toppin in there. There's, there's, yeah. it's just a bad situation for him right now. But I'm, enjo- I'm loving the season too, and I think the biggest thing beyond getting to see quickly doing what he's been doing is just that we are not an embarrassment every night. It's an actual NBA team. We're, yeah, we're eight and eleven. It's obviously not a great record, but that's way more wins than some people thought we might have all fucking season, and we're 19 games in. But we have a really tough schedule as. So far, listen. I th- last year they it took them like thirty two games before they won their eighth game of the year. The, the, it's so. it's it's been an enjoyable season. Would you trade Nerlens for Dinwiddie? Lay Shrokey asks. Wait, no. What is that? <laughs> Did you say no? Yes. What? Why would you not trade Nerlens Noel for Spencer Dinwiddie? Are you kidding me? First of all, that's not, guy, I don't even this, understand. Isn't Dinwiddie out for the whole season? Yeah, yeah he's he is. Out. I don't. I would still trade for the fucking. Guy. <laughs> I would. I mean, me too. I, you know, I, this guy's you annoying need me. Players this, like him. This guy. Of course, annoy- he's the most annoying fucking guy in the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> he hates us. 
He trolls us. DJ, you wouldn't trade Frank for him, would you? What? Frank for Dinwiddie. I'm so hot on Frank. I, I, I no. I know. I know. I know. Spencer Dinwiddie have a nice skill set and he's a good player, but um, my heart is so so deep on on Frank. I wouldn't yeah. do it. You know they're going to trade Frank for a second round pick in a month. <laughs> oh God! All right, Knicks UK wants to know: Can we speculate what Alfred has on Tibbs? Yeah. What does he have on Tibbs? I, it's got to be it's got to be like a masturbation on Zoom video, right? Oh, he's blackmailing him for minutes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, what else could it be? A ball tickling photo. A ball tickling photo yeah, of maybe. Tibbs with who? It could be anybody. <laughs> I don't know. With Derek Rose, Mike Wood, Mike Woodson, <laughs> with Derek Rose, with Mike Woodson. I don't know. We were speculating. That's you know. That's what you do. Barry, why is Alfred getting all this playing time? What is he? What has he got on tips? quiet over there yeah because i i have no sensible answer craig it <laughs> it's one of those you know life mysteries that we may never know mm. he's got a spell on him like that song <laughs> all right guys that's gonna do it for today's show remember you can reach out to me or us actually it's a hard life at gmail.com you can follow me on twitter at hard life you can follow barry at barry dorkin you can follow Jay at Blandy Hooper and tell them, DJ, where can they follow you? They can find me uh, on Twitter under um, NixDJ46. And you can find us, uh, our fan club, under at NixGermany. And remember, you can call us. Where can they call us, Barry? 516-33-MESH1. Leave your comments or questions for the Hard Nicks Life crew. There you go. That's 516-336-3741. You want to call us while you're walking your shithead dog? Go for it. We've got lots of listeners that do that. All right, remember, if you like our show, if you listen to it, please remember to subscribe, leave us some positive ratings and or five-star reviews. You can get the Hard Nicks Life merch at hardnickslife.threadless.com. And Jay, give us next week's schedule here. Uh, Cleveland is Friday. Then you've got Sunday uh, versus the Clippers. Monday at Chicago, Wednesday at Chicago, Saturday home for Portland. This is the Knicks' 34th game against Cleveland this season. <laughs> Piled on up. It does, it does seem like it's been a bunch. Oh, yeah. crazy. And on the way out here, DJ, we're going to play a little game of socks or no socks. Jay, okay. hit that. Hit that <laughs> Knicks are socks. <laughs> now you understand how this works, right, DJ? We don't have to explain okay. it to you. Oh, let's try it, okay? All right, Frank Nilakina. Socks or no socks? No socks. The Knicks are socks. <laughs> All right, Nerlens Noel. Socks or no socks? Oof. You got to be quick. Don't think too hard. It's your gut reaction. No socks. Mm. Oh. <laughs> we got Barry or Barry J. You can jump in here anytime with any of you. I would say socks. I would say socks. You, no, not with your socks or no socks questions. Oh. I don't give a fuck what you guys think. Oh. Kevin Knox. <laughs> oh, Kevin Knox. No socks. Oh. No socks. Kevin! Obi Toppin. No thucks yet. Oh no. Wow, you're you're pretty confident about Knox, but not about Obi. No, I'm I'm um, I'm cool with Obi. Um Oh you are. No socks yet though. Yet, yeah. Because we have to um, see it after a few more games, I think. Alright, DJ. Alfred Payton. Socks, definitely. Oh uh, okay. Oh yeah, that's Just making sure socks. you knew how the game works. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we get halfway through and DJ thought we were actually talking about if they wear socks or not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Dennis Smith Jr., DSJ, socks or no socks? Sucks. That slam dunk contest between Obi Toppin and DSJ the other day, socks or no socks? That was pretty cool. I think no socks. All right. Kristaps Porzingis, socks or no socks? Oof, that's hard on me. What? Yes. I met him in, uh, in August uh, 28 with our group. And I think um, he's a cool guy, but his brothers are sucking fuckers. What, what? <laughs> his, pr- his brothers, his, tu- his stupid brothers. Did you say his brothers are fucking sockers? No. Sucking fuckers. <laughs> sucking fuckers. <laughs> the stupid idiots, I would yeah, say. Yeah, they, they, they are. They do seem like they were the downfall of yes. this time here. 100%. Walt Clyde Frazier's broadcasting. Mm. Socks or no socks? Ooh. Oh. N- no socks. It's contagious, outrageous. <laughs> but uh, in my opinion, he loves too much of Everett Payton in the last couple of games. Oh, he does, right? He sees he so much does. in his defense. What the fuck? His defense uh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what and a perfect ending. <laughs> the Knicks are sucks. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you, DJ. Thanks, guys. Until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.